What's up, everybody? We've been talking about this for a while now, and it is finally here with a week until the NFL season starts. We are here for our second annual fantasy football podcast. It's your boy, Bobby Thompson. I'm Julian Gallardi, and it's that time of year. These drafts are going hot right now. We had one last night. We made some interesting moves. Um, but I'm excited, man. It's that time. You know, it's a weird time because it's not what we're used to or what we're accustomed to with this fantasy football stuff. I mean, we're used to seeing the preseason. We're used to getting a look at these depth charts, these rosters. It's a very uncertain time, and we're here to try to help you guys with your drafts. Just if you're in our league, we would appreciate it if you didn't listen to this. But all kidding aside, you guys have fun. Yeah. I mean, this year, <laughs> we're definitely in uncharted waters. And the fact of the matter, due to this pandemic, they're knock on, knock on wood, the numbers have been absolutely tremendous. There haven't been a lot of positive cases in terms of players. I know this week, early on this week, it was reported that there were 10 positive cases out of like 2,900 tests. 10 positive out of 2,900. That is a great number. Uh, you don't want to see any positive tests. However, uh, only four amongst players, that's pretty big. But with that being said, yeah, this year is going to be really different. There is no... Um, preseason and you would get a look to see how the offense is rolling what they're thinking who they're going to start but you all you got to do the one thing with this is if you're a football fan go on twitter and look on the your teams and other teams uh beat writers and reporters they break down the practices that's why i've been doing with with the patriots I, I every time they have practice i'm on twitter looking at what's going on who's doing mm -hmm. what and I know Julian does that with the Jets as well. I do. So the thing is this year with football, fantasy football, it might be really cockeyed <laughs> because of everything going on. But we're getting football and we're only seven days away. I am so pumped. I've been in two drafts already. And I'll tell you this. Since it's a fantasy show, I will tell you. Uh, the other day, and I told Julian this yesterday, the other day me and my brother Ryan were in – um um. Julian and I went to uh, high school with a, a friend of ours named Anthony Favo. He has a oh, you're going to tell the funny story yeah. about the defenses. That's yeah. a good way to start the show. So I'll start it off <laughs> with this. Here's, the, here's something in fantasy drafts people should not do. Okay? Yeah, we like to do do's and don'ts. This yeah. is going to be on top of the – this is going to be what the number one don't. Yeah, number one don't. <laughs> don't draft a defense before the 10th round, Okay. <laughs> My guy, I saw a guy in his league. I don't know what the kid's name is. The kid's nuts. He took a defense, and he took he took the uh, it's crazy. He took the Seahawks defense <laughs> with the first pick in the sixth round. Wow! How do you do that? That's the Seahawks, just... the Seahawks defense. Are you just riding high because they just got Jamal Adams? That's all they have. He's not all that. I'm telling you guys now, he's great, but like he's not. He doesn't make them the best defense. So first of all, I don't even know where to begin with this because you don't take a defense that early. That's the number one thing before anything else. But if you were to take a defense, I'm not even sure if the Seahawks are in the top ten. They're not even in the top fifteen. Oh my god, dude! Dude, I have it right here, right? I I have all of it right here. I have the entire. What last night Julian and I did is we I printed out the top three hundred players of ESPN, and the, my papers are really messed up right now, guys. So forgive me. 
I'm just getting it back. Okay. So the first defense on here, on on this on my list, is literally, wow, it's that bad. It's that bad. The first defense to take is the Steelers at 169. You want to know where the Seahawks defense ranks? Jules? Yeah, let's hear it. You want to see how uh, the Seahawks defense, where they rank? They rank all the way down. And it's that bad that I can't even find it. So, you know what? It's absolute insanity that somebody would do that. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I found them. The 222nd pick of 300 of ESPN's 300, 222, and you're going to pick them in the with the first pick in the sixth round? Are you kidding me? Come on! Wow, I just can't even comprehend that. Like that's like just the worst. I don't, that person just handed you guys free money. So whoever you got, you're luckier in that one. That maybe I should have joined because that's going to be an easy win, most likely. And then didn't they take a kicker in the seventh round too? Uh, yeah, yeah, and then they took the <laughs> kicker, and he took – he didn't take Harrison Bucker, and he didn't take uh, Justin Tucker either. Know who he took? Let's hear it. He took Kamini Fairbaron. No, he, he, took, he took the guy in the Texans. He took the guy in the Texans. No lie. What the – okay, well, I think that guy just handed you guys some money, so congrats. Whatever the buy-in for that week is, he just gave 30 it up. bucks. Okay, so he just gave he just threw thirty dollars away, basically. Is what I, I don't get it. it so you don't do kickers or defense before the tenth round. That's no. the number one thing. And I'm sure most of the people listening here are smart with football, so we're just gonna brush everyone up a little bit. Yeah. So another thing I don't like to do is reach for quarterbacks too early. Unless if it's Patrick Mahomes, I guess I'll make an exception. Or but Lamar Jackson. I don't know because I feel like Lamar is going to take a step back this year. I don't think he's going to do what he did last year. I think yesterday we had someone that drafts him in the second round. I thought that was a touch early maybe. I technically third with the keepers because he's not – I don't know, man. Like, can he run for 1,000 yards again? Maybe. But if he doesn't run that well, how good of a passer is he, you know? I mean, it's a tall order to definitely as a quarterback to run for 1,000 yards in back-to-back years. But if there's anyone who could do it, it's definitely him. He might be able to. I will say this. I do agree with you. I, I think the way to beat Lamar Jackson is make him throw. I, I'm not going to diss him for his throw for, as a passer because he can cause damage as a passer. But if you see him in the playoffs, when you keep him in that pocket, he struggles. I, I just don't get it. He, he's at his best when he could extend the play and use his legs. That's his specialty. But when you keep him in that pocket and you make him throw the ball – and there's tight coverage. You're going to force him into th- you force him into throws, and that's that's where things get bad for Lamar Jackson. So I definitely agree with you on there. I think defenses are definitely going to figure him out. It's like the Colin Kaepernick. Remember when Colin Kaepernick uh, in 2012 came in and literally no one could stop him, and then the next year he uh, uh, he really struggled because teams figured him out. Remember that? Yeah. It's it's I, um, it's the it's the exact same thing. Yeah, the, that's the thing. We gotta see. Maybe I don't think he'll be as good. I think he'll still be a productive fantasy quarterback, but he might be getting drafted a little too high. I think people are expecting um, expecting an exact replication of last year. Me and Bobby are also very high in Aaron Rodgers. We took him last yes, night. We, are. we think he's being slept on. Uh, Russell Wilson, of course, is always consistent, especially when you get to the fantasy playoffs. That's when Russell Wilson really makes you the money. 
in the first few games, he starts off sluggish at times. We've seen this from time to time. A lot of people are like, I remember last year, they're like, why did you take him? I'm like, well, we both knew why we took him, obviously, because he's a great quarterback. Right. But of course. even if he doesn't start good, don't be alarmed. Stick with Russell Wilson, especially down that stretch run. He puts up numbers in bunches, and he can really help you guys win a championship. He's a great quarterback to fall back on in the – Maybe what round do you think you could go in? Like the six to eight range, maybe. maybe yeah, five, yeah, definitely. He's gonna, he's gonna definitely be one of the first quarterbacks off the board. Of course, the first quarterback we all know it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes, of course, and mm-hmm. then probably Lamar Jackson. That's what it's looking like. And lately. then, and then probably Russell Wilson. Or uh, and I also think this year because literally this offense is completely stacked, especially since yesterday they signed uh, Leonard Fournette. For those of you who don't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think Tom Brady on that offense, I think a lot of people are going to really take him because he's going to have – he's had these weapons that he's never had since 2007. Now, I have a big question for you here. I would think – I think I I might view this differently, but I think Brady would be a great backup to have a very high upside backup. I don't know if I would trust him to start. I mean, he could do it, but there's a couple guys that still take over him at this point. Um, where are you comfortable drafting Brady? I mean, I here's the thing. You know me. I love Tom Brady no matter where he is. So I think, you know what, in fantasy last year, he really struggled. He had no uh, playmakers other than oh. Julian Edelman and James White. But uh, this year with all those weapons, um, you know what, I am comfortable. You know what, I am comfortable to have him start. But if you could have him as a backup, and I'll tell you this, I'm not taking – the only way I'm t- making Tom Brady my starter – is if Patty's gone, which he will be, Lamar's gone, Russell Wilson's gone, I'll even take Cam Newton over him because Cam Newton could extend the play and get double points with his arm and his legs. And you know what? Um, I am not going to – I'm not going to say Josh Allen. People are so high on him. I don't know why they are. It's because he runs the ball. So for fantasy purposes, he's still relevant. I think he may have been top 10 last year just based on his rushing production in large part. Um, He did have 24 touchdowns as well to passing. I think he had over 30 if you combine everything. But he can't really – here's the thing with Allen. It's actually good he doesn't get judged on, like, real-life abilities because – it's the passing wouldn't really translate, but he makes up for his lack of passing with his rushing abilities. As much right. as I dislike no, no, him in yeah. real life, I in fantasy, that. I actually respect him as an option, but would I take him as a starter? No, absolutely not. No, no. I, I think that – but I'll agree with you. You know what? If Tom Brady – if you could have Tom Brady as your starter this year, I think you'll be fine. But if you could have him as a backup, that's a huge, huge win. Um, mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers, like like I said, I would only take him if Rodgers gone. Wilson, right. I Mahomes. think Matt Ryan's being slept on. I think he's still a very decent ops fallback option. You've always been very loyal to Matt Ryan, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think the Falcons will be better as a whole. We're gonna talk more about them, but Julio's obviously very good still. I think he should be late first. If he goes in the se- if he's in the second round, you take him, no questions asked, in my opinion. So I'm still obviously gonna ride with him. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to be good again. Does that third receiver is a little bit questionable, and we have to see how Hayden Hurst does instead of Austin Hooper. But if Todd Gurley can get back to form, that's really going to set the tone for that passing game, and it's going to make it even better. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. If Todd Gurley could definitely get back to form, and the problem with him is is his knees. He has he's very mm-hmm. very bad knees, and that's not good for a running back. But I Where think are you taking what, Todd in your drafts? You know what? I still got to get faith in him. I would take him in 
Oh, I would take him in the fifth, sixth. I, I would be comfortable. With, I think he's going earlier than most I've seen, but I would no, no, be comfortable you, with him as an RB2. I wouldn't want him being my RB1 anymore. I think no, 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 no. He's, he's, def, he's definitely not running back one. Absolutely not. No, nah, he's definitely past that. He used to be, in some drafts, he used to be top th- five. Sometimes in yeah. the first he overall. The first pick, yep. He, he had it going on, but he's taking a step back. But he can still be productive. Do not get that confused. Two quarterbacks I want to talk to you about that are really catching my eye. And, of course, I'll talk about Sam as well. But I know everyone doesn't want to hear the Sam stuff. But Kyler Murray can be a very good sleeper this year. He's getting picked very high this year. A lot of people think it's a breakout year for Kyler Murray. My brother's very high and even thinks he can win an MVP potentially. Wow. I, I yeah. listen. I'm I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray as well. You know what? When you add arguably one of the best wide receivers in football, DeAndre Hopkins, to that offense, and match him up with Kirk and old reliable Larry Fitzgerald. Don't they have another two too? Isn't there four wideouts out there? They have Andy Isabella. His name is yeah. yeah, and then they have Kenyon Drake who could do it all. Yeah, Drake's uh, this, been a hot topic too. And, and I I'm gonna tell you this: Kyler Murray can extend the play. You know what he can? He's got a great arm. He can throw from the pocket. He he's dangerous with his legs. So you know what? I definitely agree with Brendan on that one too. I think Kyler Murray is going to surprise people, and you're going to hear this a lot: the uh, Murray to Hopkins for touchdowns. You're going to see that a lot. Yeah, and Fitzgerald had a nice bounce back last year as well. He proved he could still play, and now he gets D-hop. He has some oh, big he's ageless, help. man. What do you think about um, Kenyon Drake? Does he even have any competition for touches in that backfield, really? No, no, absolutely not. The only – You know what? I'm going to have to look into him, honestly. Here's the, um, here's the thing with Kenyon Drake. Um, when he was on Miami, he was very hot and cold. Adam when, Gase had a big part yep, to do with that. Yep, and when he left – that's where he flourished because you saw yeah. the first few games that he was with uh, Arizona. He just lit it up over yeah. 100 yards and scored multiple touchdowns. He was good, man. And he's so, a lot better fit than David Johnson was with them. That's for yeah, sure. David, with that yeah, area we'll offense, get, it really fits um, Kenyon Drake well. Yeah, and I'll, we'll get to David Johnson in a second. But with right. uh, Kenyon Drake, the only thing that's going to stop him from uh, not getting carries is his, um, his health. Okay, Kenyon yeah. Drake has, he has to. Issues, right? Yeah, he has okay, some knee issues, so he's got to stay on, stay healthy to be on the field. But when it's, but other than that, no, nobody in that backfield is going to even, and it's not even an enter. They shouldn't even entertain that option because there's no one there who can yeah, compete with Kenyon Drake. I can't Drake's even production. think of anyone that's relevant. So I guess that's a great sign if you get Kenyon Drake. I mean, and they still have Chase Edmonds, but Chase Edmonds they could use on like third down and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing yeah, too serious. I hear you. So two big quarterback. How about Carson Wentz? What are you doing with Carson Wentz? Ah, uh, do you know what? With Carson Wentz, listen to me. Uh, we we all a few years ago he was so he's so hot and cold. It's so inconsistent. The thing is. I feel like, other than Zach Ertz, I feel like, in a way, he, his weapons have depleted over the years. So his production has gone down, in my opinion. But um, you know what? Here's the thing. Carson Wentz a good late pickup, in my opinion. He, like, I, like I said, you know what? He's, he's very inconsistent for my liking. Because he could have a great game, and then, you know, Jules, he could come out of no, and it's really bad. He could have a really good game, and then it could be bad. But the thing with Carson Wentz, too, he could also run with use his legs as well. So with that, uh, he, he's unless I have to take a quarterback and he's the best available, then I'll take him. But 
I'm looking elsewhere for a quarterback other than him unless I have to. Right. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way because, like, in my mock drafts, I was um, making sure that, like, there was sometimes I took him as a chance. I'm like, you know what? If he stays healthy, I can get a big steal here. But that's the question. We talk about injuries all the time. Can he stay at full 16? I don't know. I would say no if I had to bet at this point. And Carson Wentz is injury prone. I don't care what anyone tells me. I'm sorry. Even if they think it's a fluke or the concussion with Clowney or whatever, the dude's injury prone. It is what it is. Yeah. He can't play a full season ever. Just when you think he has it figured out, something else happens. He really needs to prove he can play a full 16 this year. And the Eagles need him to as well. So yeah. we're going to have to see what happens. The receiving core is really bad. Alshon's Alshon Jeffrey. ready for week one. Jalen Rieger's banged up too. Zach Ertz is going to be huge this year. I'm big into Zach Ertz. So I would take Wentz with a grain of salt almost. You better have a reliable backup option ready to go when yeah, you draft Carson yeah, Wentz. That's the, that's the problem too. So if you draft him, you're going to have to draft a backup who could really put up numbers for you because if you don't, you're in a hell of trouble because Carson Wentz injured – injury prone and the thing is any player who has a torn ACL like he did you I worry about them because you Julian you know you tore your ACL unfortunately and knee issues are coming back so you got to watch out with um Carson Wentz and like I said I think ever since that knee injury he's not the same player in my opinion he's really not yes I um I agree with that that you're 100% right with that. That's the problem. He hasn't really been the same. He did struggle last year when he was playing a little bit too, but we have to defend him a little bit because there's, there was no wide receivers really. Who is he throwing the ball no, to? I said that. I said no, that. Yeah, yeah no, know, because of the, the weapons. Right. That I feel like other than Ertz and Alshon Jeffrey is a piece of glass. That's what he is. He yeah, hasn't been good Alshon since 2017. Pole in fantasy, and I had him suck with one of my teams. That, that the dynasty leagues. Yeah, not a good decision. So don't repeat my mistakes and avoid Alshon Jeffrey. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah guys, Don't Alshon Jeffrey is not the player that he once was a few years ago. I would stay away from him. I think he could be a good waiver pickup maybe in a couple – in the weeks um, leading into the season. Like, if you need somebody to pick up, if he's right there, you could definitely snag him up. Yeah, like, get and, him way later. Like, yeah. don't – um. I, don't get him early. I can't wait to talk to you about who some of my breakout players are. I can't wait. Okay, well, I have a, a good sleeper candidate and someone you should pair with Carson Wentz if you're going to go that route. Let's hear it. Sam Darnold. Yes. Sam Darnold, sleeper, quarterback. He's going to break out this season. Darn, the only problem is the receivers' health scare me, but Sam has it going on. He's looked great with a lot of no-name receivers in camp. He's getting the ball where it needs to get. He's more comfortable in Gase's system. Le'Veon's going to be much better this year, so that's going to help the play-action passing game generate a lot of stuff. So I'm excited for this. I really am. And I think he's a good fallback option, not just because I'm a fan, but, like, he can go in the late, late rounds. It's not going to cost a lot to get Sam. You can get him, like, almost one of the last picks if you want to. Why not take a flyer on my guy? Uh, you know what? With Sam Darnold, I mean, like, it's the only thing with him is that um, is the weapon. Too. What? Yeah, he yeah, he could move. He too. could extend the play a little bit. We've seen some flashes of him playing exceptionally well, and we've seen him play bad. But also, right. one knock on him, and listen, Julian and I talk about this all the time. Me being a diehard Patriots fan, I hate the Jets. I always say it. 
Julian hates the Patriots. We don't make that. We don't hide that from each other, from anything. The one thing, there's an argument. Who would you rather have as your quarterback, Sam Darnold or Josh Allen? And I'll t- and I defend this decision every day. And I say Sam Darnold because I think he has more upside. I think he's right. more accurate. For fantasy think, terms, I might go Allen because of the rushing. No, yeah, no, in fantasy, yeah, yeah. If you have to choose between the two, the two, I think you take Allen because it, uh, Allen will use his legs too. So double points more than Sam Darnold. But with Sam Darnold, he has never had a plethora of weapons. He's had to deal with nothing. His, his entire Jets t- tenure, which is a few years now, he's had to deal with nothing and a horrible offensive line. Now that the Jets have the offensive line, uh, I, I'm going to tell this. flashing, guys. Mekhi yeah. Becton's looking real good. He, McGovern's he, looking solid, too. He's a huge – He's a big, big guy. He doesn't like guys by him. I'm listening to that too. I'm, I'm, and listen, they're rotating guys in that line. Uh, Van Rotten going from center to guard. It's it looks good. And here's the thing with the what I think. I think this year you're going to. And also here's another thing. Sam Darnold's favorite target last year is not there anymore. Robbie Anderson's gone. He's now in Carolina yeah. with Teddy Bridgewater. Jamison Crowder could be a very good option. I think, think. I think Jamison Crowder could be a very late, late pickup. He'll definitely be there. And you saw Sam Darnold uses him on those critical downs. If you downs. play in PPR, Jamison Crowder's oh, your guy. If you're 100%. Play, here's, and here's another thing with fantasy football, guys. If you're – please, if you're doing a draft, PPR – if it's not a PPR draft, why the hell are you even doing it? Well, you got to look at running backs more if, in case you guys don't do that, obviously. And then you got to look at the receivers. That, so much better. Then if you, don't, if you don't do PPR, the Edelman's and those guys are less valuable because they go based off their catches. You want the guys with the big explosive plays, basically, if you're not playing PPR, like the DK Metcalf types. Like, you want right. people like that. I think Metcalf's going to be solid this year, too. But, yeah, you made some good points. You know, I'm going to defend my guys always. I think Rashad Perryman's worth the fly in the late rounds I really do as long as he can stay healthy you kind of monitor that knee unfortunately but he is the number one receiver on the Jets so that is very that is something to pay attention to he's going to get those targets he'll get those touchdown opportunities and I think he's worth it like in the late picks don't go early for him obviously but one of the last rounds he's there I haven't seen him get drafted in our draft yesterday I don't think in 17 rounds no he did but it was only 10 people so maybe that would change in a 12 I don't know yeah, so um, I, uh, in terms of Prashar Perryman, uh, if he could stay healthy, you know what? He last year in Tampa, he was exceptional. Yo, he won some championships for some people last year. No, yeah, he was he was tremendous last year. He was the last Tampa five games. Receiver. He really flashed as the third receiver. He was awesome in Tampa last mm-hmm. year, and and he is now on the Jets. Has to stay healthy. If he could stay healthy, he's the number one receiver. And I think that Sam Darnold will use his speed because people don't know this. Prashad Perryman has speed. He's a very fast runner. So that could be something going deep downfield for those long passes. So um, in the late rounds, you know what? If he's there, yeah, take him. If he's healthy, yeah, why not take him? Yeah, I think it's worth it, like I said. But I think the Jet, the people are really sleeping on him. Me and you were, were upset we couldn't get him last night. And he's a great backup tight end, one of the better ones you can grab. Chris Hearns on, baby. 
Chris turns on. You know how much I love this dude. I think he has top 10 potential if he stays fully healthy. But again, health has been a big problem for my boy Hearns on. You know, tight end from the U. I always talk about those U tight ends, how good they are. There's a laundry list of them. Kellen Winslow, Jeremy Shockey, Jimmy Graham. The list goes on and on. It's just a couple of them. But he's been good when he's been out there. His first year, he really flashed shines of being very good with Sam Darnold. Darnold likes throwing to him. Our receivers are limited, so he's going to be a safety net for Sam this year. And I think he can also get touchdowns as well. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities. So I think he's a high upside backup that could even end up playing his way into a starting role if you were to lose your starting tight end or need a solid bye week replacement. If Chris Herndon could stay on the field, I 100%. This guy has shown flashes that he could be extremely dominant and a complete mismatch on the field. He's a His big route guy. running's really good. R- route running's great. Has great hands. His speed's not bad for a tight end. So, you know what? Uh, I, could, I agree with that. If Chris Herndon, he's your backup. If, if your tight end gets hurt and you could plug him in every game, I think you'll be fine. I think he's very good. I think Chris Herndon's onto something. I think in the next few years, I think he could be one of the best tight ends in football. I'm, I'm not just saying this to hype to, – to, you know, just make sure you feel good. I'm saying this I, I, I do, believe it. I do feel good, though, for sure, because I have shared these same sentiments. But we'll move on from the Jets. Want to go through running backs, wide receivers, sleepers, yeah. busts. What are you feeling? No, no. So here's what we'll do. We're, so let's go right now through – I have a list, and we'll talk about the list. So what running backs – we'll go through running backs, we'll go through receivers, and then we'll uh, and we'll do our um, – but who to stay away from, who to – go. Who does go with and and we'll keep going. So, so here's so here we go. So running back. So I have a huge like I said, guys. Forgive me. I have I have so many papers on my uh my desk right Bobby's now. Bobby's bringing it today. Bobby's bombs are in full effect. Fantasy football edition. Yeah. So I have so many um papers. For, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, but. All right, so for running backs, I think we all we all know this, and and there's no uh, denying the first running back to take, and he'll probably be the first overall pick, is is Christian McCaffrey, and for obvious reasons, we all know what he does because he's not only a running back one, but he's a wide receiver one, so he's arguably one of the best I've seen at the um at the running back position. I think this year. Uh, people are sleeping on Le'Veon Bell. I don't know why they're doing this because he had a bad year this year. Just wait and see, Julian. I think you could agree with me on that. Yeah, please go in the third round, the fourth round, some drafts. He's ranked 30s, 40s. Nah, that ain't it. Look, he'll get back to himself. I think he definitely could be in that six to eight range very solidly in in this year. It really just Gase has to get his head out of his you-know-what, and he needs to start using him more as a wide receiver, not just a running back, get those receptions up. And PPR, he used to be a PPR fiend. I think we can get back to that, especially, like I said, the lack of wide receivers on the Jets makes Blavion Bell extra important this season. They're going to lean on Bell a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. He's going to get handoffs. He's going to get passes. They just need to get it working. And I think he can still be good. I would take him late, late second, early, early. If you get him in the third, that's a steal. Just take him in the third round. Like, honestly, I would, I'm targeting him in the second in a lot of drafts if I can, just to make sure I get him because I do believe the bounce back is real. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with that also. Um, 
Everybody knows the, the, like I said, first running back, Christian McCaffrey. Second running back, Saquon Barkley, does the exact same thing Christian McCaffrey does. Those two will be off the boards, definitely one and two. Uh, Zeke definitely will be off the board. Alvin Kamara, people, here's the thing, guys, is there's speculation that he'll be traded. If he's hurt, he's going to hold out. Here's the thing with this. I could get everybody who's picked Alvin Kamara in their fantasy draft so far, including myself, he just got a core zone shot in his back. His back was bothering him. He's fine. They're not going to trade him. I don't expect it to happen. But uh, expect a contract extension to happen within the next couple coming weeks. I will tell you that. So he'll be, Alvin Kamara, as a running back one without Mark Ingram last year, still put up huge numbers. So if he's, around, if he's right there in the top 10, which he will be, snag him up. Uh, Derrick Henry. You all know how great he was last year. Um, at a, uh, his, I would rather take – I'm going to tell you a running back to take before Derrick Henry, Jules, in my opinion. Here's a sleeper, and here's who's going to go off. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, rookie oh, running Hilaire back talk. for the Chiefs yes. from LSU. So Six. is he a first-round pick, Hilaire? Yes. Oh, okay. He I see it happening in a was, lot of drafts. He was a first-round pick in dynasty drafts this year. Include, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I did it as well. Without Damian Williams, because he opted out, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to feast in this offense. Right. Not only will he kill you in the passing game, because he's a tremendous receiver out of the backfield, but he's a bruiser as a runner. Anybody who does, Anybody has time, go watch some tape from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in college. He was a beast, an absolute beast. A lot of people didn't talk about him that much. Um, he was projected a late, uh, early second-round pick. The Chiefs took him at 32. They believe in him, and you'll see why this year, because he's going to be scary good the way the Chiefs use running backs. And get to know this. I would take him over Derrick Henry. I would take – but um, – out of all these guys, you know, you still got Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. Um, the list goes on and on. The one thing I just don't uh, – I'm not really sold on is um, I think personally – Who are we Who are we busting here? Someone's busting. Um, I can feel I'm, it. You know what? I had somebody <laughs> on my uh, – yeah, here we go. Here Bust we go. alert. All right, yeah, so – I have found some papers, guys. Sorry, I'm I'm all over the place, but no, you're good. Hey, I'm I'm hey. anxious for this one. So, the bust. all right. So, real quick before I get into that, Aaron Jones. People think he's gonna bust. I want everybody to relax. Aaron Jones, mm. if he's there, that's pick, our guy. Pick him up in the second round, in my opinion. Pick him up in the second round. He will be there. Especially um, third. If he gets to third, just take him. Don't even ask a question. I will tell you this. Um, know who I am really not sold this year on Chris Carson. Okay. I, Is that your bust alert? I, yeah. I, okay. I, just, I just think Chris that – Chris Carson bust alert. I just, here first. I think – here's the thing. I, I just don't see it, Chris Carson. I think he's okay. very I, – I, I watched – when you watch the Seahawks whenever they're on TV, if it's a Sunday night game, Chris Car- – the way they use running back in Seattle, it, it, they, they rotate they guys. They did Carlos Hyde. They did sign Carlos Hyde. They like him a lot. I, I'm just, I'm just not sold on him really uh, about that. But I do think, but I mean, he's a good, good pickup if you need a running back. I mean, he could still produce. But I, I just think this year, it's. I think Carlos Hyde, and you know what? 
I'm going to say this. I think Carlos Hyde could take over in that offense because he's more versatile than Chris Carson. So wow. even Rashad Penny's still in the mix as well. So we I, I'm not, not I'm not worried about Rashad Penny. I'm really not. I I, I wouldn't worry about that. But uh, um, okay. One running back I think is going to flourish in their new home, Melvin Gordon, MG3. I've been high on this guy for years. Right. Uh, here's another thing, guys. Just the timeshare. Mel- Melvin Gordon is taking carries away from Philip Lindsay. So that's a, that's a thing. So Philip Lindsay is very versatile. He could catch the ball out of the backfield, violent runner. As we said, last year was a top pick in the first two rounds, as you know, Jules. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that signing Melvin Gordon, that they have plans for Melvin Gordon to be the starter. I will tell you that because for why? Sure. No, Gordon's a starter. You don't pay him that he's money. He's the starter. Start, so. and, and Philip Lindsay will get carries, but he's not going to get carries as much. Yeah. So. That's one thing you've got to really worry about with taking Philip Lindsay. Uh, another player who's going to break out for me as a running back, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, this I was guy, just about to ask about this. I want to go through the model backfields. This is yeah, definitely one of them. Yeah, you know what? We're on this topic. Let's talk about it. So talk. So you think Taylor is going to take over for Marlon Mack? Yes. What would you do with Marlon Mack in drafts? Uh, I would take him in the maybe if you need a backup running back or if, I, you know what, as a flex. uh the thing is, you know what, with Marlon Mack, he's such a good player too, but since they got Jonathan Taylor so high, they're really believing in him, and they're also – believe it or not, Jules, I was – I have um, an is Taylor Indianapolis... like Slade as a starter right now? Yeah. Who's getting the starter no, role? No, he was with the ones a lot. Wow. Well, there's and... one caveat I'm going to give. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because Taylor had a fumbling problem in college. If that reoccurs in the NFL, you might see more of Marlon Mack. No, yeah. So here's the thing. I think right now if they didn't draft a running back like Jonathan Taylor, I would say Marlon Mack is definitely a top, uh, top two or three uh, – round pickup however he was good uh, he was good but getting Jonathan Taylor just takes away carries from him um I think also by the way guys a running back to watch out for in his is DeAndre Swift I think he's going to take carries away from Kerryon Johnson and definitely become the starter um I have some good news for Ronald Jones owners, Julian, I don't know if you heard this. Yes, we got to talk about this. This backfield's very cloudy. Bro, Bruce Arians this morning, and I quote, said, Rojo is our guy. Rojo is the starter. I mean, Even though great. they did sign Leonard Fournette last night to right. that one-year, three-and-a-half-million-dollar deal. So we'll talk about that, Jules. That crowded backfield, I'm going to tell you this. With Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, I'm going to – and also LaShawn McCoy. And the guy st- Vaughn they drafted too. Yep. I would stay away from – I would definitely stay away from the Buccaneers' backfield, in my opinion. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And here's the problem. I have a scenario just playing out in my head right now. Let's say that Rojo actually is the starter, which he's going to be week one because Fournette's not going to be – do you think Fournette even plays the first game for the Bucs? Um, you know what? He's got, here's the thing. He's got like, like, he's got basically a little bit. Yeah. He has a little bit over a week. He's got 10 days to learn. It's that's a lot to learn a new system, but here's the thing. If you could tell, you could plug him in and have run Mm -hmm. a halfback dive up the middle or run a toss. That's what I was just about to allude to. But the thing is with, and also guys last year, um, Leonard Fournette put up his best numbers as a pro. So, that's what they're looking at. Um, 
Ronald Jones. I just don't understand. I, 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 just, I just don't get it. I, I just would stay away from this backfield. I really it's would. It's a mess. Because I hate on it so passing much. downs, they're going to take Rojo out and put in LaShawn McCoy. This was exactly the nightmare I was about to tell you. Here's my nightmare right now. Ronald Jones gets first and second down work. LaShawn McCoy gets the third down work. Leonard Fournette comes in at the goal line. Exactly. That's the that problem. Is absolutely terrible all the way around. That is a shit So you shot. have to hope for Ronald Jones to break like a 50-yard yeah, run. He has to absolutely bust out and keep them both on the bench. That's my only hope. He just has to go off. He better take the opportunity and run with it. Right. Literally run with it. Uh, it don't uh, stop until you reach the end zone, boy. Just keep going. <laughs> like, seriously, just go. <laughs> you better make the most of all those handoffs. I can't believe they had to do this. Like, why? Yeah. So, uh, oh, another. here's another problem with a lot of these rookie running backs and their new teams. Here's another one for it. Well, uh, in terms of the Rams, uh, for those of you who don't know, hey, this yeah, one, have, what's going on with the Rams? So with the Rams, they have Daryl Henderson, who they're really big on second year, man. They drafted last year. They're really high on him. Um, however, they just drafted Cam Akers. And, and there's Brown too. I'm going to tell Yeah, they have uh, Marlon Brown. That's uh, my guy. But Cam Akers is the, watching Hard Knocks and watching all this. Cam Akers is really starting to still. surprise people. How has Hard Knocks been? I've heard good things. I Hard Knocks up. has been tremendous. For those of you who haven't watched, definitely go and watch. I will. I it's will. Really, really good. So, the, how many episodes are we dealing with? Four or five total. I know they're four. There's five there total, one? and the and the season finale is this Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. I'm last, gonna, I'm last gonna watch week, all of them. Uh, Tuesday's episode had to do with. Um, the rioting and uh, canceling practice and everything that went on because of the uh, the shooting of Jacob Blake. Well, yeah, but so, it's been a so that was yeah, what that a was a big part time. of the uh, the episode. But uh, I'm gonna watch all of it. I will. I've just been caught definitely. up. But, um, um, that's but, a messy backfield too. So is Acres your dude? Yeah, Acres is my dude. I would definitely take him. Okay, if you could take him in one of the later rounds, I, he, does he catch the ball well too? Yes, yes, he does okay, everything well. I like that. Um. Um, looking at this list, uh, Lions, uh, Mark, you said Swift for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's another one for the Ravens. Oh boy. Oh, this Ingram. one I need to ask about. So Mark Ingram Ingram. or Dobbins, what's going on here? This is a big one. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think they're going to start Mark Ingram. Of course they have to. He's definitely yeah. a new guy. And everybody knows what Mark he's Ingram could do. He's amazing catching the ball and, and he's a dog running it. He runs very violently. I love Ingram. But, J.K. Dobbins, rookie out of Ohio State. Uh, John Harbaugh. He's coming in hot. Today, he has a significant role on offense. Yeah, so if I saw you tweeted that. He's I was definitely going to take carries away from, from right. Mark Ingram. And I think Mark Ingram's definitely going to get his carries. And on the goal line, it's going to be Mark Ingram. So don't worry about that. But J.K. Dobbins might take some receiving opportunities away mm-hmm. from Mark Ingram, yeah. which is big. Yeah, so here I think that it seems – so you would draft Ingram first still, obviously. Of course. I'm guessing. Where would you take Dobbins? I would take him – you know what? I would take him in like the in like eighth or ninth. If you, you could think get, he's a good RB3, Dobbins? Yeah, definitely. I like think flex it, potential? I think, it, I think if you draft – um, if you need like just a pickup in the – Pick up and you have Mark Ingram. I think if you take Dobbins, I think you're very smart. I think if right. and That's Julian and I did, did this last night. We took we took Raheem Mostert and then we picked up Tevin Coleman. Because yes, we like Mostert a lot this year. We think he's not a fluke after what he showed last year. It's another thing we should say. Nope. And, and when they got rid of Burita, it was inevitable that Mostert, a, that especially helps with us. his yeah. extension he got, 
that he was going to be the starter. What's going on with Jarek McKinnon? Is he actually playing now? Oh, God, yeah. He's actually – here's the thing. It's so – it's Boy a shame guy. because he was so good receiving out of the backfield. He's like a James White type of player. However, um, and also, by the way, guys, stay away from the Patriots' backfield, please. Don't even yeah, If Bobby's it. saying to stay away, get far away. Uh, yeah, stay away from my team's backfield because it's going to be literally – Damian Williams, James White, Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead. Wouldn't be surprised yeah, uh, if we throw – if we uh, – Lamar Miller if he doesn't get caught. What's that? Lamar Miller if he doesn't get caught. Yeah, Lamar Mi- – oh, I forget about Lamar Miller. Wow, see, that's how much that, that yeah, him, us craziness. signing him does not matter to me. I'm like well, – I would I w- say take a flyer on James White maybe because you no, know – No, James White in the later ball. rounds definitely because of the receiving situation. And I think that the way Cam Newton utilized – Cat McCaffrey, I think he'll do that with James White as well. So that's yeah, so, a huge plus. Yeah, I agree. But Baltimore, I'm thinking that Ingram's going to have it in the beginning, but I can see Dobbins catching steam late. I can see him really taking over late potentially. No, yeah, and here's the thing too. Type of deal. I think that J.K. Dobbins has potential to become the starter next year. I'm being serious. No, I think he can't. Ingram get cut after the season or yeah. his contracts oh, up yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah they Dobbins. Can. If you're in a dynasty, you're in good hands with Dobbins. But oh, yeah. here's the thing, though. I'm actually okay with this because both of them are going to get a lot of opportunities. The Ravens run the ball more than any other team. So even though Dobbins is going to get some touches, Ingram's still going to get his hands off. So like, I think they're both going to get a lot of play, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, any other the, muddy backfields? Uh, Patriots have a muddy backfield. Um, oh, here's another one. Buffalo Bills. Uh, they have Singletary. Everyone's high on Singletary. You guys um, – Better think about this one because they're really high on the rookie Zach Moss, who's been taking over for uh, carries. Right. That's, from a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like Moss Singletary is killing a lot. It. I haven't heard much about this Moss, too. What do I need to know? Uh, he's he's scary, fast, strong, can catch out of the backfield. Is he a goal line vulture potentially? He can be. Yeah. Oh, he's going to take carries away from Singletary. Singletary's a beast, too. He yeah, I know. so much for carry and stuff, but is, is it going to be a timeshare, you think? I, yeah, I do. I think they're going to they're do a like committee those. thing unless somebody oh, really takes over. Stay away from the – They top. run the ball a lot, too. Yep, definitely. And stay away from the running backs uh, on the Miami Dolphins. Jordan Howard, Matt Burita, they're going to mix that and match. inspire too much I, to I would just stay away from that altogether. I would maybe take a flyer on Burita in the later rounds because we've seen his burst ability. So maybe if you need to play, like once in a while he'll come up huge. Like you'll see him rip off a big run. Jordan Howard to me is so black. Like he's so in. Like, you know, he's like what? Like 3.7 yards of carry. Like he'll barely catch the ball. He just doesn't excite me anymore. No, he hasn't excited me since he was on the Chicago Bears. Yeah, exactly. Was, With the Eagles, um, I felt like he was a waste. And speaking oh, yeah. of the Eagles, what do we think about Miles Sanders? He's been getting some hot praise lately. Yeah, no, he's looking good in camp. You know what? Last year, he he caught fire pretty early, um, was pretty good. I think this year with that that backfield, I wouldn't be too worried about it. I know they like to mix and match running backs as well. I would not worry about it, and I would definitely take a flyer on him early because he could do it all. So. Um, I will say this. Another thing is a lot of people, I don't know why they're doing this. A lot of people are high on Kareem Hunt. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, Nick this Chubb, is a good one. I was going to get to this. Nick Chubb is the starter, okay? Don't get it twisted, people. Kareem Hunt's a great player. We all know that, what he could do. He's amazing catching the ball, and he's a violent, violent runner. But Nick Chubb does the exact same thing, but better. Except the only thing with Nick Chubb, in my opinion, he's got a fumbling issue a little bit. 
Right, so and that's the problem. what your brother was alluding to when he said that Hunt's going to step in. But Chubb's better right now. Hunt's not the same too from Kansas City, although he's still very good. He's not going to be that again, though. That's the thing. People got to stop living in the past with that a little bit, I think. But um, Hunt's a good option. Where are you taking both of them? Hunt, a lot of people are taking him in like the third. I would take him in the fifth, maybe if he's there. If he's there, I mean, way too early. If he's there in the fifth, hey, definitely take him. Take a flyer on him. Why not? He'll get you some touchdowns and all that. But one player, one running back that I think is just going to just reinvent himself. He's going to come back from the dead, David Johnson. He's oh, coming back, and you will. And here's my bold prediction. And when we do our, and when we do, here's a little spoiler for everybody here. Um, when Julian and I do our season preview, which we'll be doing next week, and we will have it for you next week before the first game. Mm-hmm. My breakout player, comeback player of the year, is David Johnson. Oh, we're gonna I do think, awards next week. That's yep, right. I think that David Johnson is going to be a monster. In this offense, I think the uh, Texans offensive line is a very, very good offensive line. It's underrated. I think that you're going to see uh, Deshaun Watson, when he's under duress, go to Chris Carson early and often. Yes, they do have Duke Johnson for those third down pass catching back. But David Johnson is going to take that away. I think that David Johnson will look good. Fantasy owners, especially dynasty owners, you should be happy about this. I think he's healthy, and that's another thing to knock on him is health. I think that he's going to be fine this year, and you're going to see him back to his 2015-2016 mold. I actually don't agree with this. I'm not on the David Johnson train, part of the reason why I traded him. Um, I just don't trust the Texans, man. It's, it comes back to Bill O'Brien being a bad coach. They still can't block anywhere, I don't think. I think he's going to struggle. I don't know if he's going to find those holes. Like, it's good that he's going to be the starter again and he's going to get his play, but he's going to have to make it work in the receiving game because the Texans can't block anyone still. Watson's going to – might die one of these days, and that's another quarterback that's worth taking when you talk about, obviously. Yeah, but another I'm quarterback we didn't talk health. about Watson. David definitely. Johnson, I'm concerned that he has the same speed he had in Arizona and if um, the line. I'm not all, I'm just not all in. I mean, I, I think, it, I think, you know what, in terms of that, yeah, he's always under duress, but I think as, but David Johnson could definitely uh, take advantage and break through. And you saw he's very, David Johnson could be very tough to tackle. We've seen that before. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, you know what, I think what he needed was a change of scenery in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And when they got Kenyon Drake, the writing was on the wall that they were not going to keep both of them around and David Johnson's time in Arizona was was limited and it's over. And I think in Houston, I think you're he's I I personally really think he's going to be comeback player of the year. I think he's going to have a very good year. Yeah, well, we have differing viewpoints on that. Is there any other backfields? I think we hit a lot of them. Um, I will say this. You know what? Real quick, I think that uh, um, Alexander Madsen, uh, backup running back for the Vikings. Run, I call him Dalvin Cook 2.0. He looks like him. He runs like him, and he catches like him. Uh, I think that Madsen's going to be their starter next year because Dalvin Cook will leave in free agency because they can't come to terms on a contract extension. I don't expect them to give them give him the uh, franchise tag. But uh, Madsen's somebody to watch out for. I think he could. he's going to get carries, and I think 
in the late rounds, if you could get him, you'll be you won't be disappointed. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a stud. Obviously, he's a first round talent. I would get I would jump on him if you had definitely. The chance to we get didn't him. talk about Josh Jacobs. He's, yeah, he, he doesn't definitely. have any competition really in the backfield Hell either. No. He's he's the guy. It's all him. He's he's gonna get his work and he deserves it. So I think that we've done a good job with the running backs. I think we hit yeah. a lot of bases with them. Yeah, we did. And you know what? Let's move on to the um, wide receivers, receivers shall yep. we? Yep. So wide receivers, obviously, you know, Julio's my guy no matter what. But Michael Thomas might be the top pick for wide receivers. I obviously might view it differently. Devontae Adams is in the discussion as well. Those are the big three I'm looking at. Do you think anyone could even challenge those three for the top three spots? Uh, uh, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins – Oh, Hopkins, um, of course. He's in the uh, conversation. Uh, what was it? I think Tyreek Hill is somebody to look out right. for because he can do yeah. the fastest guy in the NFL. Uh, Mike, I'm high on Chris Evans and um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I really right. am this year with the, with the addition of Brady. Um, know who I, I I'm? I'm going to tell you this. I think this year is going to be a bounce back year for Juju Smith Schuster. I'm very, very high on Juju. Everybody right. knows. Adam Thielen is uh, wide yes, receiver like one Thielen now. Over here, GNT for sure. Definitely, Amari Cooper. Uh, I do think he's the wide receiver one in Dallas. However, I think the addition of CD Lamb might see um, receptions taken away because. Oh, of- yeah, I think so too. And there's the only thing with Cooper is like he disappears sometimes. Yeah, he does. He's very inconsistent. He could have a great game and then for and then won't have a good game. I agree. But I love C.D. Lamb. I think he's going to be a great Cowboy. I think he's worth picking up in the mid rounds. I would definitely take him as a wide receiver three potentially. Gallup is pretty good as well. He's had some health concerns, so that's a big three out there. Uh, who else catches your eye at the receiver position? Um. No, uh, the one thing, one person who catches my eye, I'm very, very high on um, Tyler Lockett. I like I him like a lot. Lockett. He's uh, Russell Wilson uses him a- in different ways. Tyler Lockett makes amazing catches too. Yeah. Um, um, I'm still high on Keenan Allen. I think that he's I like Keenan too. A lot of people sleep on him. T.Y. Hilton with uh, R- Philip Rivers, I think he's going to ball out. I really do. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, Devontae Parker, I'm very high on too. He's really came on last year. He showed me up. I think he's somebody you could take that's good. Um, I'm going to tell you this, Stefan Diggs in Buffalo, I think yeah, I think that will be pretty good as well. Um, I would be a little nervous with Josh Allen, but I would still take Diggs as a wide receiver too. I'm going to tell you this, one receiver who I'm not sold on is – Yeah, let's give us a bust. Uh, Brandon Cooks. You know what? I like that because I'm not stolen him either. He, Robert he, Woods, I really like though. Robert Woods, oh, he's so good. Cooper Cup, I think, is going to be good. I'm trying to think of a bust for me. Um, hmm. uh, Tyler Boyd breakout this year. Him and Joe Burrow in camp have been on Cooking. point. Yeah, and I like Boyd a lot. Apparently, Joe Burrow looks to Boyd early and often. Like his first, they said his first read has been Boyd, not AJ. Well, AJ's still working his way back, and Boyd's yeah, no, but and AJ Green. Net. By the way, guys, if you're if AJ Green's not going to be picked up early in the later rounds, if he's there, snag him up because if AJ Green could stay healthy, we all know he could be one of the best in football. Yeah, he still has that ability, absolutely. So I agree, I would, he's definitely worth a mid-round flyer. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. Um, uh, Do you think uh, Lockett or DK Metcalf is the better receiver? Who well, gets DK more Metcalf provides the uh, size and all that, but Tyler Lockett with his speed, I think he and 
Also, I think Tyler Lockett's a guy who you could use in the slot and get those receptions. So that's why uh, I think Julian Edelman this year is going to ball out with Cam Newton. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Patriots fan. No, I'm I, a, I'll say something about that too. I um, think I'm gonna, too. I think a sleeper this year for everybody, Preston Williams from Miami. Oh, good. We are big Preston guys over here. I like Preston as well. We grabbed him yesterday. He has a lot of potential. He got hurt last year. He was really on his way. Undrafted kid really worked his butt off and he really got it going. And he's a great option out there. He's a second receiver. So I definitely agree with that for sure. Trying to think of other wideouts I really like. Keenan Allen I do like, but I'm just thinking about the transition with Justin Herbert. It's not going to be the same as Philip Rivers, but I still believe in him, of course. And speak and Philip, who? All right, here's an interesting question. So speaking of Philip, would you go with T.Y. Hilton or Keenan Allen? Who would you take first? Oh, I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. Okay. Um, uh, uh, oh, here's another thing. Um, for those of you who are high on Odell Beckham, that receiver. No, that's my bust. Odell Beckham bust. Really. Yep, that's I, you know what? Guy. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to agree with you, and here's here's why I agree with you, bro. It's because – He's listen, just all hype, honestly. It's Baker, all he's, he's a hype yeah, machine now. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. And him, um, I don't know. And I, I just don't – I don't trust it because he, he – you never know what he's going to do. And right. the thing is, they got Jarvis Landry. I think Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham uh, On the other together. hand, I like Juice. I do like Jarvis well, Juice, for sure. Well, Juice will definitely get you the receptions. Odell PPR machine. Odell gets you those amazing one-handed grabs, but the thing is with um everything is uh, you know what I'm gonna agree with you. I think Odell is not. I Odell needs to. I'm sorry. Odell will be much better, and his production will be better if he's not in Cleveland. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't seem like, like the landing spot. I mean, yeah, and they also got Austin Hooper as well. Najoku didn't get traded, so he's yeah. still with them as much as he wants out. So that's gonna be an interesting situation to watch. They have a lot of mouths to feed in Cleveland, and you have the two running backs. I don't think Odell Beckham's getting worth where he's being drafted. I just don't see it. So that's my wide receiver bust. Um, you want me to tell you a wide receiver that people are sleeping on? Yeah, let's go with Van, the others. Van Jefferson, rookie from um, Florida okay. for the Los Angeles Rams. You need a receiver. See, there are when, three. Yeah. When you, you need a guy – who, well, they still have Reynolds, but Van Jefferson, and you'll watch this on Hard Knocks, has been tearing it up. The guy has speed. His route running is amazing, and he does not drop the ball. So Van Jefferson is a guy who the Jared Goff's going to look at too because of his speed, because Cup is going to be taken care of, and Woods is going to be taken care of. So Later rounds, Van Jefferson, you won't be disappointed. T. Higgins, wide receiver also for Cincinnati. Him and Joe Burrow have been clicking in camp as well. I'm also very, very high on Jerry Judy, the rookie wide receivers. With Henry Ruggs, I'm going to tell you guys this. I think it takes a little time for him to get going, in my opinion. I expect it also the problem is in there because Tyrell Williams is out for the year, but so they don't have anybody else. So that might um, work in his favor, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, I'll give you some sleepers though, if you want. uh, My last sleeper. You ready for this? Yeah. Remember this name, Scotty Miller for Tampa Bay. He's uh, Brady uses him like Julian Edelman. That's an interesting one. I like Judy, Jerry Judy for sure. And Corlin Sutton, I feel like doesn't get the love he deserves either. I think he's a very good receiver. It really depends on Drew Locke, though. I don't know how good he is yet. 
he's he was good in limited work, but we got to see it with a full sample size. I also think Noah Fant might be a decent breakout candidate as well for a tight for a tight end. Yeah. Okay. I think that McCall Hardman will definitely break out too. I think they're going to start yeah. using him a little bit more. Um, right. Bust Alshon Jeffrey. We yeah, all absolutely. talked about this. Um, also, another bust on this list right here. Um, I'm going to tell you, I am not sold. Uh, I think jo- we. I'm not even going to bring this guy up. John Ross bust. He, he's yeah, John, done nothing. The other John Brown, good though. I, he's a nice sleeper. He feel, I feel he always. Yeah, gets he is points. definitely. Um, on this on my list right now. Um, Emmanuel Sanders in New Orleans. That's going to be interesting how that works out. Um, I like him. I think he's being swept on a little bit. Um, I have so many more sleepers than Bus. I think Paris Campbell for uh, Indy is going to be good. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to be just like Stefan Diggs in, in Minnesota. That's a big sleeper, potentially. I like that. Um, is he ready to go week one? I know he had some injury issues earlier in camp. I think he's ready to go week one. I think Nikhil okay. – I'm going to say this. I think Nikhil Harry goes off. I think he, if he could stay healthy, he's our wide receiver too because we did release Muhammad Sanu yesterday. Uh, I'm high on him. I, I'll tell you this, um, Sammy Watkins. I'm not. I'm not high on him this year. I think that you'll see McCall Hardman take over, and, and uh, that I think they're going to go for more speed, mm-hmm. and they're going to have him. I think they could put Hardman on the field, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Uh, and I, I just, I just, in my opinion, I think Sammy Watkins too hot and cold for me. Yeah, we grabbed him in the late round. He has a lot of boomer bust potential. I understand that assessment; it makes a lot of sense. He's just very hit or miss. That's what he is. You know? I'll tell you this though: he he uh, he definitely was amazing in the playoffs last year. For sure, bro. For sure. But, and he seems to show up whenever the Chiefs need him to. I gotta yeah. give him credit for that. But during the course of 16 weeks, no, it's not there. No, no. We saw last year the first two uh, yeah. first two games he lit it up, and the next five weeks he hardly did anything. Yeah, I really hope Denzel Mims could be good for the Jets, but I wouldn't even take him at this point as a Jets fan. I would Maybe he could be a waiver wire pickup. But um, other than that, I'm trying to think what else sweepers bust wideouts. Um, what, I'm trying to go through these teams in my head real quick. Jack, what, do you like? what about Jacksonville? Who do you like down there? DJ Chark? Uh, DJ Shark, yeah, he he's very good. AJ D- Brown, uh, AJ Brown too. DD Westbrook, I'm not really high on in my opinion. I think yeah, he's, nah. he's a one hit wonder. Um, but with that being said, I um just yeah the the uh wide receiver situation in Jacksonville. I unless you need somebody, I would stay away from it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm just trying to go through the teams in my head quick. They don't have a Chargers. One. I like Mike Williams. Oh, Mike Williams is a beast. He's just injured right now. He has a a shoulder injury, and he That's might not. That's the problem make, with Mike. He might, unfortunately, yeah, he, here's the thing: if he could stay healthy, he's a beast. Yeah, no questions asked about that. Oakland lost Tyrell Williams. You already brought up Rugs. Renfro might have some decent upside just based on targets. I think, I think in my opinion, the the why. Uh, oh, they also. Oh, another person to break out for the. Uh, I forgot about this. Wow. Um, Here's a good one too. For the um, Raiders is Brian Edwards out of South uh, Carolina. Oh, right. I forgot he's over there. It's a good call. I have a nice breakout candidate too. How about uh, Terry McLaren, Washington Football Team? Oh, oh yeah, Ter- Terry McLaren's a beast. And uh, 
Remember our boy Antonio Gandhi Golden? Yeah, how's he I doing? Heard, I haven't heard anything about him. Uh, it's really you hate to see it. But Antonio Gibson for the Redskins might be worth the look. He's been going in drafts now, and he might end up taking the starting role. But Washington's such a mess. They didn't name Dwayne Haskins the starter. There's that whole stuff with Dan Schneider going on, so maybe we'll get into another show, but that's like a whole mess, so like maybe not. But I'm trying, Eagles, we talk. Cowboys, Giants. Vikings, we went through. How about Bears? Allen Robinson, what do you think? Oh, I'm a huge fan of A-Rob. He, he's amazing. He really is. And you know what? This is a contract year for him, so expect him to ball out with whoever the starter is, and it's probably going to be Nick Foles. So um, I think Nick Foles will use him the way Nick Foles idolized uh, Alshon Jeffrey in Philly. So I think that's a big plus. Uh, with their situation at wide receiver, Anthony Miller, I wouldn't take him at all unless you need a uh, waiver pickup during the season. Um, in terms of their team, they got Jimmy Graham. Maybe he could be a good red zone threat, maybe a late pickup for anybody, but I wouldn't really worry about Jimmy Graham. So. Yeah, I think Robinson's going to be solid for the Bears. He is the number one wide out. They really – it's very shallow after him. I think Foles will give them some more stability in the Mitch. That is a move I expect as well. Has he been named the starter? Or they're not saying it's a week one, right? Uh, yeah, they haven't announced anything. Matt Nagy said he's not telling anybody. Like, the day of the game, he'll be like, he's, who's starting? Oh, my God. It's so, it's so bad. We know it's Nick Foles. Like, come on now. Just just like, stop just stop playing Nick with Foles. us like that, Nagy. Come on, man. Who the Bears play a week one? Um, Hold on a tick. I'm just doing this out of curiosity to see, like, Who what the team. Who do the Bears team... play week one? Who would you like to call? Nobody. Okay. Uh, well. Who do the Bears play week one? The Bears play the Lions on September 13th. Okay, so the Lions. They should be able to win the game with or with, with, with either quarterback. So the Lions, I'm assuming they're going to be a smart team, which might be assuming too much, but <laughs> they should be preparing for Nick Foles, honestly, if they have any intelligence. Oh, definitely. Def- just, well, have they been Foles. saying who's going to get more of the reps with the first team or anything at least? Uh, they've been splitting the reps. Oh, of course they have. This is just really, I don't think Matt Nagy's tipping else. his – Listen, Matt Nagy's playing for his job. He's coaching okay, for get, his job this year. You're right. That's a good point. So he's trying to have his poker face on. And him. here's the thing. when that, If Matt Nagy gets fired, which in my opinion I think is definitely – Is inevitable. Of, he's yeah. going to be a hot pickup for a either offensive coordinator job or head coaching job, hence Jets. I don't want him as my head coach, I'll tell no. you that right now. No, I don't trust him really. I mean, Mitch took a step back with him. I told you who I want for the head coach. I'm going to stick with the enemy. As oh. Gase gets fired, I'm going to ride the enemy train. I think he and deserves And you know what? If that happens and the enemy takes the job, then Matt Nagy could go back where he started with the Chiefs. Makes sense. Wow, that's something to think about too. That's an interesting puzzle to get to next year. But um, we'll have to see. So, Vikings, Lions, how about Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones? What are your thoughts on those two? Oh, I think the both of them will both put up numbers. Marvin Jones, a lot of people sleep on still, and he's still a very, very good receiver. But Kenny Galladay, who's, by the way, about to get a massive, massive extension. Yeah, I did see so that. Kenny Galladay is their number one. Marvin Jones, a great number two for Stafford. Um, so, if I'll tell you this. In the uh, – Definitely take Galladay first, but if Marvin Jones is there, definitely pick him up because Marvin Jones is a touchdown vulture. 
Right. He talks. Yeah. He he shows up and randomly gets like three touchdown games, but then yep, you don't exactly. hear from him for a while. That's the thing. He's a little right. boomer bust too at times. But if you find the right spot for him, he's definitely very playable. Green Bay Packers. Is there any receiver worth it besides Devontae Adams? Lazard maybe. Lazard definitely is he's the best do, option. Maybe this this team just failed Aaron Rodgers completely. Yeah, we talked about this a In lot. This draft, they could have drafted somebody for Aaron Rodgers. Help your man out. Help so that bad man instead. out. I don't know what the hell they did, and they take A.J. Dillon instead. But the thing is, Aaron Rodgers makes players better. He makes players better. He makes players, just like Tom Brady does. Remember, Tom Brady played with no-name receivers, and look, he's won Super Bowls with them. Aaron Rodgers, literally, other than Devontae Adams, his best receiver is Aaron Jones. Let's put it that way. How crazy is that? They're the best other their best running back the best receiver on the team other than Devontae Adams is your running back. How sad is that? Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. And it's it's a big failure in the organization. They they hurt him and now that's why I'm happy that we picked him up yesterday, because you're gonna stay motivated Aaron Rodgers. You know what? He's gonna put his middle finger on the table. He's gonna be like, you know what, screw you guys. I'm gonna win with this garbage you gave me and still show you guys I'm the best option for this team. And when as soon as I can get out of here, I'm gonna hit the road and go somewhere else, just like Tom Brady. I think it's gonna be two years because we talked um how there was an issue with his contract. I think next year is a dead cap hit, so I don't think they can move on from him yet. No, no, no. It's, 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 not gonna be ne- it's not going to be next year. It's going to be two year, years. He's going to be gone. We're calling it now. We've said this as soon as Jordan Love got drafted. It was inevitable. We'll stick with this call as well. Aaron Rodgers will be playing elsewhere in two years. It's they're gonna. It's going to be like the Brett Favre situation when Rodgers yep. took over for him. That's what it – that's the way – they it's what they did to Brett Favre when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, they did the same thing to Aaron Rodgers when they drafted wild. Jordan Love, it's, and it's crazy. And yeah. I'll tell you this: don't be surprised if Jordan Love does well with the Packers too. Yeah, but, it would it would be really fitting. But if he was a bust, oh man, that's a oh no. If it's a bust, the Packers, then the, oh God, and here's the thing: the Packers decision. are a publicly owned organization. Yeah, so I always found that fascinating. I find that weird too. It's really funny. Like, how does that work? I, you just just people just buy shares into the Packers. It's like, so like, uh, like we could the buy the Packers right now if we wanted to. We had the money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's get a couple bill and then we'll be the owners. Yeah, let's buy the Packers. And here's my that. rule Sounds of thumb. Fun. Here's my rule of thumb. My first rule of business. As, and we get fifty yard line seats. Yeah, exactly. If I'm the <laughs> owner of the Packers, first of all, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers and making that man happy. I'm saying, listen, let's work out a trade and let's get you another guy. Yeah, that's what I would do, try to get him a wide receiver. But the Jets should trade for someone, too. We've the talked new, about the that. The Patriots should trade for a receiver. We need A help. lot of teams need receivers. That's the problem. But it doesn't look like many teams are willing to give them up. But we'll see with these cuts coming up. And that we'll talk about more in our next preview. We're almost through all the NFC. Falcons, we know, Atulio and Calvin Ridley. We love Ridley as well. Yep. Um, let's see. Panthers, what are your thoughts on DJ Moore? Is there anyone else besides him worth drafting? Curtis Samuel, maybe? Curtis Samuel is actually – Believe it or not, he's a candidate to get cut. I would Jets better jump on him if that happens because I've heard that too. That would be a good pick. Curtis Samuel is is a candidate to be cut or traded. So if I do, you think we can get him? 
Uh, yeah, I think that I think he's, he's been late be a, to us. A little, he's going to be a little he's going to be a hot ticket, and I think the Patriots. Why is he going to get cut though? That's my concern. Like, what is Robbie? He, like, how bad is he? Oh, Ro- Ro- oh, okay. Once Robbie came in, Robbie took over for him. I hate Robbie this year in Carolina too. By the way, while we're talking about him, I think he's a waste because I, Bridgewater can't throw the deep ball. I don't know why he's so happy to be in Carolina. I get Matt Rule, but like the quarterback's still the quarterback, bro, and you don't have a great route tree. Like he's not going to hit you deep. Like, come on, Robbie. Robbie Anderson, uh, um, in my opinion, Robbie Anderson's so one-dimensional, it's not even funny. It's, and he's uh, not the smartest either, so. No, he's not. He makes a lot of dumb decisions uh, <laughs> off the field, too. But other than yeah. that, yeah, I would stay away from Robbie Anderson unless you him. need somebody on a waiver wire during the season. Yeah, I think I have him in one of my dynasties. I'm stuck with him, unfortunately. It's terrible. But Panthers, we went through. How, where would you take DJ Moore? I think he's, like, a little overrated. I don't, I'm not fully buying into I, him. I'm I'm buying into him. I I, I like DJ Moore. I think he has Moore. bust I think potential because I, I don't really trust Bridgewater that much. I mean Bridgewater. To... I think Cam Newton is better than Bridgewater. I think we could both oh, agree. Of course. Um, I definitely he did put up numbers with that backup last year. Who's that? Oh, with Kyle team? Allen, definitely. Yeah, so he definitely good, did. That's a good that ball well. For I him. think but, um, I think that DJ Moore definitely. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. DJ Moore is somebody who can stretch the field. He can run any kind of route you need him to, and he's got mm-hmm. very good hands. And I think that to end in camp, Teddy Bridgewater's been using him a lot. But also, we all know Teddy Bridgewater, the, he checks down a lot, and that means a lot for Christian McCaffrey. So Christian McCaffrey yeah. owners will be happy. Yeah, McCaffrey's the number one pick, no questions asked. We didn't even get to that because we always know, we assume the top four is known. It's basically we go with – Caffrey, we go with Elliot Bark, Barkley two, Elliot three, Kamara four. That's how I would look at it. I agree. I agree hundred percent, man. Hundred So that's why receivers are basically through. Buccaneers, you already gave us a great synopsis of them. Falcons, Panthers, we did. Saints, we talked about Sanders and obviously Michael Thomas already. And Traquan Smith. Yeah, what do you think about – do you think he's worth the flyer in the later rounds? Yeah, because Drew Brees also said uh, he expects a big year from Traquan, and when the quarterback says that, that means the quarterback is going to throw the ball to him. Okay, so I look at him as a sleeper then in the later rounds. That's some good knowledge. Here's the thing, Traquan Smith, that's the thing with Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is 31 years old, or 30 – I forgot how – he's in his 30s. He's in his 30s. And Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith could take over – receptions and make Emmanuel Sanders their third receiver. That's why he's a big uh, touchdown vulture as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So uh, I do like the receiver situation in, um, in, in uh, New Orleans because Drew Brees distributes it very evenly. So the one team we didn't talk about the receiver situation and we'll finally turn the page on receivers, the San Francisco 49ers. What, what receivers? They got that's nobody the other than Debo Samuel, who's that's, out with a few weeks. That's the injury. question, isn't it? So Brandon who? Ayuk? Yeah. So what do we think about Ayuk? Who emerges out there? Uh, he's gonna have to. They drafted him with thought with. Oh, they basically drafted him to replace uh, the production from Emmanuel Sanders. They felt mm-hmm. that very highly okay. on him. So you think Ayuk's drafted him in thirty first overall? Francisco. Yeah, uh, Kendrick Bourne is all right. They're yeah, gonna Bourne miss- has some good upside, actually. I, I would take a yeah, flyer on Bourne, maybe. Bourne, Bourne's not bad. He's okay. He gets in the end zone. He gets you those big plays. Uh, other than that, Debo Samuel's their best receiver, and he's out. Uh, How long is he out? He's out for – I think he's out for, for like five to six weeks. That's tough. With that, Yeah, yeah it's tough. He's recovering from uh, surgery. So, 
I'm not. I'm, oh, Jimmy G also thinks has boss potential as well. While we're speaking, Jimmy G, yeah. Uh, after the Super Bowl, um, after the Super Bowl performance, that that guy can't win in the big games. I'm sorry, he just can't. He uh, he he won the going. He's a guy passenger, guy. brother. What's that? He's a passenger, brother. He's not the driver. Very very good point. You know what? Is is he like the a game manager? He's what Sanchez was for the Jets almost, except better, obviously. Like when the Jets were good, he like he's he's what Sanchez. So was. you feel so you feel that the 49ers will look elsewhere within the next few years at quarterback. If they were smart, I would advise it because I don't really think he's a game changer. I think he's older now too. Like he had Is he like Alex long- Smith, a game change uh, yeah, uh, yeah, game manager? Know. Yeah, maybe oh, by the way, Alex Smith is back, by the way. That's a great story for Alex. And if Haskins struggles, you know he might get a shot. Haskins so. was awarded the starter, too, by yes, the way. he was. That, so Smith's the backup. He might step in. But, yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, I'm just not in on really. I don't know. The 49ers, like, think about it. If they had someone that was just a little bit better, they'd win the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo is an average, too. He's average, I guess. No, even when, even, when, even when Shanahan blew it again, he, right. Jimmy he still G, had that game if he hits the throw. Yep, Jimmy Garoppolo guy. had Emmanuel Sanders wide open and anybody else would have yep. hit him and that's a touchdown, the game's over. Yep, and we're, exactly ta- right. and we're not talking about the Chiefs with a dynasty. We're going to talk about the 49ers about, with a dynasty. And we're not talking about how Kyle can't win the big game again and we're not talking about how he didn't run it enough. But, yeah, I mean, the 49ers, if they just were a little bit better at the quarterback position, they would – win the Super Bowl. And I think they're going to take a step back this year because of Jimmy G as well. I don't think you're going to see them in the Super Bowl again. I don't think so either. I agree with you 100%, man. You hit the nail right on the head with well, that that's, one, brother. I don't want to get into too much team stuff because we got other no, shows. We'll do, no, no, we're going to do that yeah. on our show next we'll week. We'll tease that a little bit, but tight ends. I think then we're going to end, get this one Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We, we've, done this, we've done this really long because fantasy yeah. is so many players to talk about. But this with is a tight good end, podcast, so we're, we're having fun here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We haven't done something like this in a while. No, it's been a minute. So I'm going to tell you this. Those of you who, with tight ends, we all know top tight ends are Travis Kelsey and George Kittle are the top two. Yep, no doubt, no question. Take them around two, take them around three. Some people even going crazy taking them around one, I think. I think I've seen Kelsey go the first round of some drafts. I remember when Gronk used to go like there. And by the way, <laughs> oh, yeah, for a late, for a late pickup – Later rounds, if you need a backup tight end, you could pick up Gronk because Gronk will come in and go on the, when I you're in the red zone. I regret not taking him yesterday instead of, like, the two picks we did. I was Yeah, thinking, no, no, I kind of regret it, too. I was like, I kind of forgot should. about him. I was like, damn, but, like, so I think we needed those dudes, but we'll see. Uh, Darren Waller, I think, is a sleeper. We took Waller yesterday, right? I know, yeah, Darren Waller, yeah. yeah I love he, Waller. He broke out last year. I think that Derek he's Carr great. is going to use him a lot, especially oh, with the injuries to wide receivers. Bro, right he's the best receiver on the Raiders. As Darren Waller is the best receiver on the oh, Raiders. Oh, yeah, he definitely By is. far, which makes me feel very happy. And the fact that Tyrell went down, I almost forgot about that, makes me even feel better about the Darren Waller pick. Waller has top five potential. I haven't rated as my sixth tight end. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I I definitely do. I think that Waller is the best wide rec- the best receiver on the team, especially with the injuries to the receivers mm-hmm. on the, in it's Vegas. Not even close, really. And look, Vegas is going to play in the new stadium, the uh, the Death Star now. Yeah, and the Death on Star. the Strip. Which, by the way, 
Julian, by the way, we got to go see a game out there on the Strip. After the game, we go hit the Strip. Uh, no, man. We got it next year. Everything's next year. This year just sucks. God damn. Like, yeah, this fans year can actually go to games and everything. But what's their policy in the fans? Not like we're not going to go this year anyway. But, like, I'm just curious. Are they having them or no? In, in Vegas? Yeah. The first two games they're not. They haven't announced for the whole season yet. Yeah, and, so that and in Tampa Bay, they announced that the first two games, and I'm actually really uh, shocked about this. They will not allow fans for the uh, first two games. God damn, that sucks. The next, I think they'll let them come eventually. They're, they're going to allow fans against the Packers, so it's Ray, Brady Rogers for their first game with fans. That's a big one. I'm going to go to that oh, one. Are they? they? So they said they're going to do it for the third game? Yeah, they're going to do oh, it. Okay. Packers, Buccaneers, I'm definitely – that's a hot ticket. I'm going to that game. Yeah, that's great. That should be a fun one. So the tight ends – I think Ertz is the third dude still, obviously. Absolutely. He had a down year last year. But the Eagles receiving core is garbage bags right now. So I really think that Ertz is definitely the best. Just like we said, Waller is the best receiver on the Raiders. Zach Ertz is the best receiver on the Eagles. And it's not particularly close. Oh, no. And I also like Dallas Goddard on the – He's a nice too. sleeper candidate for the Eagles. And if you draft Ertz, maybe get Goddard for insurance in case Ertz goes down. But then you need three tight ends because the bye week. So I don't know if you want to go down that slope and drafting three tight ends, but they have any roster spots you get. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. <laughs> I also am high, super high on Mark Andrews. I think Andrews is an absolute beast. He's my fourth rated tight end. This dude's a stud. There's no more Hayden Hurst. And he might be the best receiver on the Ravens. I keep with this theme, but I think they're all true, except will Hollywood Brown push him. We didn't talk about Hollywood, actually. He's a breakout candidate as well. Yeah, he's also healthy. Think, Real quick, he's healthy. Who do you think gets healthy. more yards, Andrews or Hollywood Brown? Hollywood Brown because Brown is 100% healthy and his speed will be back. Okay. I think Andrews could get more. I can see Andrews going over 1,000. Yeah, Andrews definitely came out of nowhere. He could be a big I touchdown feel, guy, too. He, he, yeah, he's very good, Andrews, definitely. Definitely. I think a sleeper for me this year, Noah Fant. I, I said Fant before. I agree about Fant. I think he last year was tough. It was his first year. Quarterbacks changed a lot. This year he has a defined role. He's a starter. So I think he's going to get a lot of looks as well. And he has that big playability, that speed. That, rom- that speed reminds me of Vernon Davis. <laughs> Vernon Davis, I remember. Well, uh, Vernon Davis. Uh, the thing is, here's the thing with um, the Broncos real quick. Uh Drew Locke, they love Drew Locke, and he's killing it in camp. Like, don't be surprised if Drew Locke really plays well this year. The Broncos might be a nice team to buy some stock in, maybe bet some over on their wins. They can possibly make a playoff. Well, it's 17. funny, Jules, you want to know something? I'm sorry to cut you off, brother, but I got some news. Wow. Uh, so, in terms of tight ends, it's funny that this story broke as we're talking about tight ends. The it's, Eagles and Zach Ertz have paused their contract talks. Oh, I don't, and know. I don't think they came to an ab- they came to an abrupt halt when team lowered guaranteed money offer. But he's still like playing. He's not gonna hold out, right? No, he can't. No, no, no. Players can't hold out. No, no, they're not. Go- he's not gonna hold out. But Philly fans, if things don't get better, he might look elsewhere. And then they have Dallas Goddard waiting in the wings as yeah, well. Yeah, so honestly, with them, this is a luxurious problem to have, too. But they have no wide receivers, so it still doesn't make any sense. They still need to figure this out because they can use the two tight ends as wide out decoys, basically. And Ertz can't really block anyone, so he kind of is a wide receiver anyway. No, no. Here's the thing, too, as a <laughs> tight end. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz, their blocking is non-existent. Right. George yeah. Kittle blocks. Rob Gronkowski blocks. Right. 
and we like Gronk as a sleeper. What do you think about uh, um? I'll give you a few names quick. Evan Ingram, Jared Cook, and um, who's one more in that mix that's on that tier with them? Who matches up with those two? Do you think Jared Jared Cook definitely will will have, will have a good year too. Drew Brees likes him, especially on third down and in the red zone. So that's a big plus. Um, who is the first person? Oh, Evan Ingram. Evan, Evan Ingram. Ingram. Evan Ingram. I think he breaks out. It, 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 the thing is oh, with him is his health. I I think that he's going to break out. I really do. Okay, I'm trying to think of the other because ones. the receiver like, situation in with the Giants, other than. Uh, Slayton, I think Slayton's good, but Sterling Shepard's one concussion away from being a vegetable. Yeah, that's a bad situation. I hope that doesn't happen to him. Uh, it's a tough spot to be in, but yeah, he's been banged up a lot. So, big question for tight ends. Hooper and Njoku? Um, Hooper or Njoku? I'm going to go with Hooper. Definitely. I, I like that answer. So, out of Hooper, Ingram, and Cook, who has the best season? So repeat that. I'm sorry, dude. The Out of those three, me. Hooper, Ingram, and Cook, who has the best season? Um, I'm gonna go with Ingram. Okay, so you think he'll outperform Cook? That's a yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, I I'm do. I'm trying to think who else in the tight who's in the tight end game. Seahawks don't really have anyone to know. I don't think Kittle, obviously. Oh, how about Higby? What are your thoughts on Higby? Tyler Higby's okay. I think that Jared Goff uses him at, like on third down a he lot. He came on strong at the end of the year. Yeah, he did. I think that they'll look. At, he looks at him in very strange ways. If no, I don't think he looks at him as often as he should. And also, the thing with the Rams, they also have Gerald Everett too. So, um, right. but Tyler Higby's definitely their tight end one. But in the later rounds, yeah, why not take a flyer on him? What do you think about Greg Olson in Seattle? Oh yeah, I, th- I like that. I like that. Forgot, I think Greg Olson still got. Actually, I think Greg Olson still got a lot left in the tank, and I do really believe that he'll be okay. I think Russell Wilson's going to like him. I could see him having a Jimmy Graham type of impact that Jimmy Graham did with his last year in Seattle. Hayden Hurst in Atlanta. Hayden Hurst in Atlanta. You know what? Hayden Hurst to me is so hit or miss, but Atlanta loves him. Like he, like Matt Ryan. Here's a plus. Matt Ryan looks at him a lot. Like the way yeah, Matt Ryan used to look for him. Yeah. I think, I think he just needed a change of scenery in my opinion. Yeah. Sometimes the players need that. This might be a ideal situation for that. Bears of Jimmy Graham. He's so ad these days and they have and Trey Burton got cut. Actually, he's on the Colts. Do you think he could do anything with Indy? Do I, um, you know what? I'm not, well, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really sold on that really now. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't How about we, we actually think Dawson Knox is a decent sleeper. We grabbed him yesterday with the Bills. I think he can get a lot of red zone targets. He seems to be dependable for Josh. Um, Eric Ebron with the Pitt Steelers, we talked about a little bit yesterday. What do you think about Ebron? Eric Ebron with the Steelers is interesting. I think that Big Ben will still look at Vance McDonald, and we still don't talk about Vance McDonald which is funny because last year he killed it, in my opinion. Don't you agree? He was pretty rough last year, I thought. I had him for my team. I mean, I guess he had his moments. He's very boomer bust. He, uh, you know what? But Eric Ebron provides something different that what's-his-name didn't. So, yeah, yeah so uh, we'll see on that. Who do the Bengals have a tight end? The Bengals? Uh, that's CJ uh, – Usama, whatever. Oh, that's still their guy. Yeah. Interesting. He's all right. I'm trying to think. Well, here's a big tight end we didn't talk about. Um, John Smith for the Titans might have some upside. 
And then there's um, the biggest one we didn't mention yet was Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Hunter Henry, if he could stay healthy, I think that's that... That's the big thing with him. We'll see how that works. What do you think? If he actually stays healthy, where do you think he could end the season at? Like, where would you rate him? Let's pretend he doesn't get hurt. Uh, 12. That's solid. Yeah, That's, he uh, he he could he could put up numbers. He saw he's definitely he he could ball out, but uh, I think there's other options better than him. Yeah, like I wouldn't jump at him. Let's just put it that way. No, definitely I mean, not. I definitely wouldn't because I just don't trust his durability. No, I don't I mean, trust. I it think either. we went through mostly everyone and everything now, but um, defenses for shits maybe. All right, real quick, uh, Steelers. Yeah, we'll do them quick. Steelers defense, Patriots Bills. defense, Bills, Ravens, Colts. I think the Vikings are being slept on, as I said. As yeah, because you love the Yannick, too. Yeah, all those. Other than that, I wouldn't take a flyer on any of the other ones unless you have to. Ravens, yeah. if you didn't mention them. I did Ravens, yeah. Oh, but okay. all the ones I just mentioned. Is, Jets, uh, baby. <laughs> um, Shut up. <laughs> hell no. Yeah, the Jets defense, I'll take them as my backup defense if I drafted two. That's it, probably, because we don't have a pass rush. And I'm worried about our corners. But other than that, we're ready to go, baby. Number one rush defense last year. We lost the idiot clown, Jamal Adams. So we're going to be better, hopefully. I, I, You know what? We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, bro. I think Quinn Williams has to step up this year. I'm looking forward to see his growth. He's been killing it in camp so far. We have Avery back. Mosley opted out again, of course. So, like, yeah, we, we'll see what's up. I think that safety duo is being swept on with Ashton Davis, McDougal, and Marcus Nang. I can see a lot of three safety looks with those guys. Yeah, they'll use a lot of cover six with the DBs on the field. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, but I think we about exhausted this here. Uh, yeah, we, at this point. Yeah, we, we've been on here for almost <laughs> an yeah, hour and a half. I an think. hour and a half. A lot of stuff. So going forward, what we're going to have is next week, we will have our season preview before the first game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. We are excited for football to be back. We also next week will have a surprise podcast of an AFC East roundtable Zoom. Oh, yes. So we are excited for this. That's Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, all in one chat. What could possibly go wrong? We're going to be discussing how the season will look out. (laughs) Why? And here's the thing. What I want to do, I'll say it now. I want to go around. I want everybody, I want to say why they think their team will win the division and all predictions about what's going to happen in all AFC East and much more. So going forward, you can catch us on Grunt Talks. You can catch us on our personal Twitters. My personal Twitter is btomps81. Julian Gilardi1, that's Twitter. Julian Gilardi11, Instagram. Subscribe, Grunt Talks, MOB on YouTube. Grunt Talks team, Twitter and Instagram. Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Everyone have a great one. And good luck and in your drafts once you're playing against us. We hope you also, lose. Yeah. Also, real quick, we would like everybody to use the promotional on Thrive Fantasy. Use the promo code GRUNT. You get a match up to $20 once you use the promo grunt. Once again, Thrive Fantasy. Thank you, everybody, and happy football season. Let's Julian, get it. Love you, brother. Love you, too. <laughs>